Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Super Recruiter Show. I am your host, Daniel Smiley, and I am glad that you have joined me today because today I am going to be talking about the top characteristics that I have observed of a true number one. I'm talking about a person who is a true number one, okay? The LeBron James, the the Kobe Bryants, the Michael Jordans, the Drew Breeses of the world, the Tom Brady's of the world. I mean, these are these guys are true number ones. And there are a lot of people who would like to be a number one, but I'm going to talk to you about the characteristics of people who are true number ones. How do you know how to tell in your organization, on your team, if either you are a number one or if someone else on your team is a number one? Because some people are better number twos than they are number one. But we're going to talk about what that looks like today. Thank you so much for listening today. And I know that you may be walking your dog or on a treadmill, exercising or commuting somewhere. And I appreciate you listening to this podcast. Make sure you subscribe so that each day you get a notification about the podcast being published. Leave me a comment if you like. Stay, uh, stay tuned until the very end because I am going to tell you how you can get in contact with me and send me a question if you would like to have answered. But today, I'm I'm really excited about this topic. There are so many people out there who want to be the man, who want to be the boss, who want to be the the one that uh, everybody points to. But man, there are some characteristics of a true number one that a number two just does not have, a number two or number three. And you're going to have to look in the mirror and ask yourself, If you have these characteristics, they are very evident in everyone who is a number one. Whether they are a number one in business, a number one in sports, it doesn't matter. You look at a guy like um, Jeff Bezos or Mark Zuckerberg, any of those founders. Um, You you look at people like, like, again, Tom Brady and the Drew Breeses of the world or the Michael Jordans. What is it about these guys that set them apart and why? what what characteristics have I observed in those individuals that I believe make them like number ones, like superstars? Uh, There are some characteristics that are there. And there are some characteristics and some young guys. I observed this the other day in, in Zion Williamson, you know, the Duke basketball player. He has it already as a young guy. And there's a lot of people who just don't have it. They want to be number one. And and by the way, they may be very talented, but they just don't have the characteristics of a number one. So I'm going to give you these four characteristics that I have observed that a number one has that other people just don't. Okay. Number one, a true number one enjoys the journey. Okay. So for for a true number one, like like a Michael Jordan or a Zion Williamson or a Tom Brady, it's the journey. It's the season, the the getting to the championship, the the getting to the winning of the ring that is most important. It's not it's not just the the ring and the accolades you get from re- winning the ring. It is about every part of it, the practices, the meetings, the ups, the downs, the wins, the losses, the challenges that they have to go through along the way. That's what they enjoy most. Now, most people 
what they really what they really really enjoy most is getting all of the attention from winning a championship or uh, all of the attention that they get from being a star or 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 whatever that's what they enjoy they enjoy the attention of it right and that's what they that's what they're all about true number ones that's not what they're all about they go within themselves and it's every part of the journey you know there are things like that lebron james does that we do not see there are things that kobe bryant does did that we do not see i remember a story that i listened to uh, on youtube from from kobe bryant and kobe bryant said that there was a a young player who was chasing him obviously in his greatness and they were going to be playing the game against this individual and this individual said that they were going to make sure they knew that Kobe Bryant got to the gym early and that they were going to make sure that they beat Kobe Bryant to the gym the next day for warm-ups for practice for whatever and when they got to the gym what they realized is Kobe Bryant was already there. And I think they got to the gym maybe 8.30 in the morning. Kobe Bryant had gotten there at 8 o'clock that morning. And when Kobe Bryant was asked why he was there so early, he said because he knew that that other guy was going to try to beat him to the gym and he was not going to let that happen. So Kobe Bryant was willing to do whatever it takes to prove that he enjoys the journey. He's going to get there at 8 o'clock in the morning, 9 o'clock in the morning for a 6 o'clock or 7 o'clock game to warm up, to practice, to work on his game. So there are things that number ones do behind the scene, working on their craft, getting better, learning more, studying, understanding things that people who just want to play the game, they really don't understand. It's the journey that a number one absolutely loves. And if you don't love the journey, that's fine. I mean, you may be a good number two, number three, number seven, number 21, but but don't pose, right? Like you're a number one if you really don't enjoy the journey because that's where you learn stuff. That's where you grow. That's where all of the meat and potatoes of success really is. It's in the journey. Muhammad Ali once was once interviewed and asked, you know, what he attributed to his success in the ring after winning a championship. And he said, listen, I didn't win this fight tonight. I won this fight in every practice, every practice round that I fought before tonight. And that sums it up. Number two, a number one is not bothered by the criticism when there is a lack of success. They don't get butt hurt when the team fails. They don't get butt hurt when they fall short of a particular goal. Criticism rolls off of their shoulders. They are not bothered by that. People who are bothered by criticism really are doing it because they really, really want to to, to get approval from, from other people, right? So they're doing it because they want to get praise. They want to get those likes. But a person who is a true number one, they're not bothered by that. Criticism does not bother them at all. They understand that that's just part of it. They're going to be ups. They're going, there's going to be downs. People want to praise you when you're up. They want to criticize you when you're down. 
a true number one is not bothered either way. They don't care if you praise them. They don't care if you criticize them. None of that stuff matters to a true number one. But people who are bothered by those criticisms don't have the character trait to be a true number one because being a true number one comes along with being criticized, talked about, ridiculed. That's going to happen. And you have to understand as a number one, you can't be bothered by that kind of stuff. Here's the third one. A true number one understand that if the team fails, it's their fault. It's their fault. They are the reason why the team fails. They are the one who made the critical mistake, whether it's at the end of the game, beginning of the game, middle of the game. Maybe they feel like they didn't lead by example. They didn't do enough. They are the ones who understand that failure on the team is on them. True number ones understand that. And so many people try to try to uh, escape blame. And that's an indicator, right, that that person is really not a number one. Doesn't mean that they're not a leader. Doesn't mean that, they don't, that they're not a good number two or number three. But I tell you what, if they are blaming everything else instead of looking at themselves and say, I could have done more. I could have contributed more. I could have said more. I could have talked more. I could have supported more. I could have provided more. If they are not saying those things, then they're not a true number one. Because when the team fails, the true number one understands, man, listen, I'm the one to blame. You know what? The next game, the next meeting, the next sales presentation, I'm going to make sure that we are ready for it so that we don't lose this contract or we don't lose this game. I'm going to make sure that we are ready the next time we are in this situation. It's on me. It's on me. Even though I'm not the one who, let's say, took the last shot or what have you, it's on me. And finally, a true number one is willing to take the last shot to win or lose the game. Now, what do I mean? There are there is a lot of pressure that comes along with a person like a Michael Jordan or LeBron James or Steph LeBron James or Steph Curry or Tom Brady or Drew Brees. It's a there's a lot of pressure that comes along with you taking the last shot to win or lose a game. There is a lot of pressure that comes along with you being the person that makes the decision about whether you are going to win a contract or lose a contract. There's a lot of pressure that comes along with that. And a true number one understands that I am willing to take that last shot. I am willing to take that last meeting. I am willing to make that decision that is either going to make or break us in this particular moment. They understand the pressure of that moment. And they understand that if they win, it's a team win. If they lose, it's because of them. And there are so many people who want to be a number one, but they're passing the ball. They're giving it to somebody else because they don't want the pressure of that moment. So if you want to know whether or not you are a number one or you work for a number one or you have a true number one on your team, 
and you're trying to, let's say you're a business owner, you have a true number one in a particular area and you're trying to see if that person is going to be the next great leader in your organization, look for these characteristics. These things will tell you that this person has the character to stand in that spot. And if they do, you need to do what you can to give them an opportunity. Listen, I hope this was helpful to you. And again, I appreciate you taking time out of your very busy day to listen to this podcast. Please leave me a comment anywhere you see this podcast posted. Please go to my Twitter account at the Daniel Smiley. Leave me a comment there, a question there. This podcast is being brought to you by Enfocus Staffing online at enfocusstaffing.net. If you are an employee or a, uh, a, a professional and you're looking for a job anywhere in the continental United States, go online to enfocusstaffing.net. Click apply online now. One of our recruiters will contact you uh, once we take a look at your qualifications. And if you are a company anywhere in the continental United States and you need great people to go to work for you, please send us a message. Go to infocusstaffing.net, send us a message, and we will contact you and, and, and let you know if we can help you in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Again, I appreciate you listening to the podcast. Please subscribe, rate this podcast because that is the lifeblood of all podcasts. I want to make sure I, we it, it, we get as, the best ratings we can. So if this was a five-star rating, please rate it a five-star rating. And I appreciate you listening, and I will talk to you again soon.